0: With a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George, welcome to After Nine on ninety three point one CFIS FM. Good morning, Prince
1: George. How are you guys doing? Oh my goodness! How are you doing this morning? I am doing awesome. I'm I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Ray?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm good.
1: You're good? Mm-hmm. You know what would be good? There's another two million dollar winner in Prince
2: George. So what are you gonna do with all that money?
1: What would I do with all that money? I oh, think you didn't win? I didn't win. It's not me. Oh, and this okay. is the second BC 49 ticket to mm. win $2 million in Prince George.
2: Or, in, well, in the north. Uh, the last one was bought in the Nechako region. Yes. So might have been someone from... Fraser Lake or something. I, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the follow-up on that.
1: On him? That's Colin. And it's crazy. Oh. I gave him a haircut one time. Oh, really? So that's why I was like, oh, my goodness. I wonder if I could go back and ask for money from him. Like, Or
2: or you could uh, spin that into, <laughs> uh, yeah, be the next lottery winner, get your haircut by Kylie Lewis Holtz.
1: <laughs> I think so. It's just really, really, uh it really made me think, mm-hmm. you know. It really made me think how is it like what would i do if i won two million dollars i definitely wouldn't quit my job because i can't okay at this stage in the game i am the ripe uh, old age of 38 and i don't think that it's lined up that way for me yet what would you do
2: well uh two million dollars is not what it used to be no right uh, but realistically, two million dollars. I, I full disclosure here: I am an agent with World Financial Group, oh. so uh, I know a fair bit about the investment side of uh, money management. Okay. And, and realistically, you could put two million dollars into investments and get five to ten percent return annually. Oh. So then you wouldn't really need a job to supplement that income because you're, you're talking a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Which is pretty easy to live on. The key though, and this is where a lot of people that win the lottery go wrong is they, they do all these great things that they always wanted to do. Yes. The spending. And and they, and so they, they use it up and it's gone.
1: It's the spending. it's really the spending I think that we don't have a a, a curb on because yeah. growing up in Toronto, there was a woman and she won 10 million dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. She won 10 million dollars. she worked at a fast food joint and she had three children. Mm-hmm right and soon as she won the money she quit her job and she traveled everywhere in a limousine (laughs) she bought all these ridiculous and it was so crazy because my cousins lived in a building and she was from like you know Jane and Finch it's kind of a rough area and my cousins actually lived in that building and my mom would drop me off for like track practice because it was Mm -hmm. closer to get to York University from their house when she was working and it was just crazy to me I remember being a like, you know, I want to say like 13, 14 and I'm looking at this lady and I'm like, why are you coming to this neighborhood in a, you know, just to show off, you know what I mean? The trips and now she's broke again because, you know, it says 70% of people that win the lottery end up broke.
2: Within five years. Within right? five years,
1: seventy yeah. percent.
2: Yeah, I knew it was a large number. I could, couldn't remember the exact percentage, but uh, oh. and, but that's that's where. Um, and here's what I would advise anyone that wins a substantial amount of money is talk to a uh, an investment planner or someone that looks after money for can look after money for you because realistically, if you won two million. Well, yeah. put a million into an, into some investments and leave it alone. And then you can blow the other million, right? Right. Because you over. still have that uh, million sitting there that you can get 5 to 10% interest on or yeah. uh, return on in an investment. And th- again, you would not have to uh, go and work for someone else ever. You could do other things. Pursue
1: uh, your dreams? Yeah,
2: pursue your dreams. Pursue your or, dreams? Or with, uh, and here's the other part, is don't touch that investment to go into business. Use uh, the other million to, if you wanted to start that, a business that you always dreamed of, right? Uh, use that extra million to play around with and, and learn. Because realistically, uh, I imagine a lot of people that win the big one, uh get into investments that aren't really investments. Investments. It's your cousin's business. Yes. Or, or something like that where, exactly. hey, I've got a great idea. Let's start one of these. Oh, that- oh sure. And then the next thing you know, there goes a million bucks in no time, right?
1: Exactly. I can't, I, I just can't understand why people fall for that. Like, you get so many family members. I always say it's good that I have so many enemies because if I ever win, no one would come with their hand out.
2: <laughs> You know what I mean? I might be knocking on your door.
1: <laughs> so here's what I did. Just based on the fact that I was looking and I saw that someone else won, I put the poll on my Facebook, Mm -hmm. right? And I I thought that it was a fun poll to put out there. And some of the answers I got, I asked people, I was like, do you think you could retire if you won $2 million today? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. I had one guy and I really liked his answer. He's like, nope, I'm a workaholic. I don't care if I have $0 or a billion dollars. There's no way I can stop writing until I'm dead. But I, I relate with that because he's doing something he loves writing writing he's a writer
2: Ah, okay. so he's doing
1: well, something he loves so he's just like no
2: and that's that's the um, that's where a person's i think it's individual perceptions of what exactly retirement is if exactly. you rephrase that from uh retirement to would you quit your job yeah then i think you'd get closer to 100% saying, yeah, I'd quit my job because I'd start doing this instead or that instead. Oh, yeah. It it opens up the options of what you can or what you need to do uh, to survive. To
1: survive. See, but I wrote it that way because of that. Right. Because the next person says, at my age, yes. At your age, no. Hmm. And I was like but I know, <laughs> I was like, and then, you know, you always get that one person. Did you win? Don't forget, I liked you before you were loaded. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that well, one friend, but yeah. yeah.
2: And that's like, uh I, I often talk about trying to set myself up for retirement, but then I have to preface or uh, clarify that in that I'm not really looking to retire. I'm looking at changing my lifestyle yes where because i, I like uh, I, I run the radio station here and i enjoy it yes. I, I like doing this work yes so but in the middle of winter i'd prefer to do a lot of it say in mexico <laughs> <laughs> so so it would be a, a case of changing uh, where i do what i do Right. Being able to. And that's one of the, one of the things the pandemic, I think, uh, helped a lot of people realize is there are a lot of jobs out there that you can do remotely. I can't do this remotely. remotely? No, but not a lot yet. of the management aspects of, of running the radio station. I could easily do from Mexico and, and just uh, have people uh, scheduled to do all, all the. Uh, in-person stuff that I I do on a regular basis, right?
1: Yeah, I I see that. I I don't, you know, it's so crazy. I have such a terrible spending habit Mm -hmm. that I would have to maintain working. I'm very passionate about what I do, but I do think for myself, I would, get a chance to do a lot more comedy i wouldn't the option to travel and have the nanny because of all the kids to get out there so i'd still be working but you're right you you know it'd be a different clock you're punching yeah it'd
2: be your uh, it'd be what you want to do instead of what someone else would like you to do for them in exchange for money, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Punching that clog, being in at work at this time and, you know, dealing with anyone. But I, I have seen, I don't know if you've ever seen this, people that won the lottery that quit their jobs by sing <laughs> have you ever seen those on the internet? No, but I can imagine. They're so hilarious because yeah. people will win or they'll just get like a promotion and then they do. You know, we have to love the Americans for their sense of like style and flair when it comes to stuff like that. One guy or got a barbershop quartet to come in and he had won like 10 million. So the payoff from that was, I think, seven or less than, maybe five because they pay such a high tax in the and, he, yeah, and yeah and he got a singergram yeah and he came in with the barbershop quartet and it was really nice and I'm like I I, I could do something like that but I'd need to win like 300 billion dollars <laughs> right because you you're never gonna see these people again I don't want to fall on hard times imagine this guy going broke in the less than five years being the statistic and having to go back to that job
2: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: what is the job references going to be like if you quit in such a flamboyant way?
2: Well, but that's the thing is you don't really need to do that, right? I, you win the lottery, you don't have to be in your face to your boss. You exactly. know, it's just be uh, gracious and, you know, it's been great working here. But exactly. I don't really need this anymore and... uh
1: exactly I'll,
2: I'll see you around type thing right
1: right i don't know why we have these fantasies of quitting in such obnoxious ways because you never know where you're gonna be don't burn the bridge down or the
2: building oh exactly and yeah. i i uh i quit uh, a radio gig in Quinnell once and uh my final Ooh. song they were worried what my final song would be because <laughs> everybody knows the song uh, well should remember the song uh, take take this job and shove it. Yeah. And that's the one that everyone thinks about when someone on the radio leaves. But no, <laughs> uh I did uh, I played thank you for being a friend. Wow. Which, because to me I I was leaving what I I felt was a really good job. Yes. Uh, there were some personal issues with with how things were going at the station, but uh, you know, you don't want to carry that with you, right? No, no. Plus, really, you're you're playing that for the audience, the people that are listening. That hey, you know, I appreciate the fact that you were listening and tuning in, and and it was kind of uh nice uh, when I read about uh, Doug Jones retiring. That that's the same song he went out with. with See, uh, that's so, so was, classy. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's who, that's why I admire you, right? Cause when I grow up, I want to be just like that. I want to be super classy in the things you do. I think I, I'm just getting to that point in life where, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what you do. You go out. Thank you for being a friend. They were probably moved. You probably had not a dry eye in the studio.
2: Well, I, I don't know about that. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were thankful that I, I was leaving graciously. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's always better to go out that way as opposed to in your face and, and you get out lost there. and yeah
1: can i ask you this though? if hmm. you won right you have children no you don't have children but you have family this, this members. is my
2: child right this here. is your
1: child yeah. right here so someone's lucky right <laughs> <laughs> so if you won yeah. do you think that you would be generous with your family uh
2: Mm, not in the way that you would think. Okay. Uh, like it depends on how much you win, but going back to the uh, million dollars invested properly, it'll get you, you know, five to 10% return. Yes. That's what I would do say for my mom. I would put money into an investment for her where she would get the 10% every year. Right? yes and uh, I would likely set up some kind of kind of a, a corporation and uh, then have uh, nieces and nephews set up as shareholders in that corporation oh nice right yes and and through the corporation I could then set up uh, a fund that would help uh, keep the radio station going uh, and other things in town that I, I think uh, i would like to support right
1: yeah that see this is this is what i mean because i'm like no i don't even think the kids would be in the will like bury me with all the money no
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's just well and i actually there's a gentleman that works down here has a little uh, a book nook uh, he calls uh his uh set up ron's hole in the wall oh, and nice. his his uh wife who passed away uh i don't know how long ago but she had set up in her uh she had set up insurance for herself that would be paid out to him but it was set up in such a way that he only gets x number of dollars or x percentage of that insurance a year right oh nice so you could set that up for uh if you won the lottery you could set that up for for children or or family members that you'd like to give them but something you don't, yeah but you don't want to just give them a whole lump
1: a of, lot of money of so money, they right? ruin their lives yeah, yeah.
2: you give it up you set it up so that they get a, a little bit every year or uh x number of dollars a month or whatever right so those are options that i think a lot of people don't even think about that no, makes it, way more sense than here i'll they, give them you know 50 yeah. percent of everything i own he'll, he'll get it period
1: Right. exactly and then you cause infighting i haven't seen you know you see such fighting over family when someone passes away and then there's that big lump sum of money that's hidden i feel like that's yeah that's so
2: smart no exactly and and uh that helps alleviate all the problems of uh well so and so got this so and so got that well you, if you've got it laid out where it's it's just uh paid out in in increments then you get a lot less of that because nobody's, nobody's getting a big windfall.
1: Exactly. No, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. You're going to have to teach me more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we do actually, the uh, World Financial Group, we do uh, every other week, we do a presentation, uh, every other Wednesday actually, we do a presentation called How Money Works. Okay. And it doesn't explain, well, it's, it, it's, it shows a lot, And I remember when I first saw the presentation, I walked away going, oh, my goodness, I I have no idea what I just saw. I had to see it three times before I started to grasp a little bit about what the options are available to the average individual that you don't even know about, right? So that's uh, actually coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Well, I guess I'm going to have to come. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's all right. I will be right back.
3: Give your morning a boost with some sounds from above with Songs in the Chapel, Sunday mornings at 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Join me, Corey Walker, as I fill the airwaves with the sounds of heavenly gospel music. I feature a mixture of traditional country, bluegrass, southern, and black gospel, and even a little bit of worship and contemporary Christian music. An inspiring message from the Salvation Army's Heartbeat series is featured in every show. A Songs and Chapel, Sunday morning at 9, only here on 93.1 CFIS FM.
2: The Q3 Creative Business Hub is now open for space rentals at Quebec and 3rd. Rent a 100-square-foot office for as low as $470 a month, Wi-Fi included. Just need a desk to get out of the house? Use one in our open office environment for two sixty dollars a month, $160 for occasional drop-ins, or just $20 a day. For more information, email q3building at gmail.com. Q3 Creative Business Hub, open for desk and office rentals at Quebec and Third. Join Two Rivers Gallery Friday for two hours of guided oil painting. It's an evening dedicated to the influential work of Bob Ross. Paint some happy little trees and leave with your very own landscape masterpiece. Open to artists of all experience levels, including beginners, Cost is $30, with registration available through Two Rivers Gallery. Honoring R. Ross, paint night, Friday from 7 to 9 at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers. The risk of a thunderstorm this afternoon, a high of 15. Tonight, partly cloudy, a 60% chance of showers this evening, a low of 5. On Thursday, mainly cloudy, wind from the southeast at 20K starting in the afternoon and a high of 16.
0: It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM.
2: There you
1: go. All right, it's your girl Kylie Lewis Holt, and I'm having the best time. Red, I'm really enjoying this talking about lottery winnings. We kind of got into retirement. Mm-hmm. I'm really learning a lot this morning. I, I'm without a guest, and I feel like this is the best learning. Well, that I'm I've kind had.
2: of I'm kind of your guest because usually Stephen is on the board here, right? Yeah, you're, he, yeah. He wasn't feeling well, and that's why you don't have guests, is they're not feeling well, so something's (laughs) going around here.
1: Something's going around. Maybe
2: it's the monkeypox. You heard about that? (gasps)
1: Oh, the monkeypox. Oh my goodness. What a, you know? What I am putting my name out yeah. as someone to name new diseases because the monkeypox seems super lazy in naming for something so well.
2: It's it's it kind of reminds me of chickenpox where you almost don't want to take it seriously because it's, yes. it's named chickenpox. It's named monkeypox. How serious can it be? Right?
1: Exactly.
2: But yeah, you, they need more serious names. For they sure. need
1: more serious names because I'm thinking to myself. Really? I'm going to get the monkey pox. What am I going to do? Want more bananas? (laughs)
2: Bring in the bananas, baby.
1: These are the things. And I I tell you, at this time of year, I do not eat bananas. Bananas is outlawed in the house because someone told me 10 years ago, if you eat bananas in May or through the summer, it makes you sweeter to mosquitoes.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've lived by that with my kids. My 11-year-old is severely allergic to mosquito bites. Right. So when I heard that, name, I was like, oh, uh, no, yeah, no, bananas, no bananas, no more bananas. But that's pretty, that's a pretty serious, you know, I never really looked into it because like you said, like chicken pox, it sounds very comical.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it doesn't sound <laughs> like a, a serious name, right? No. Not like shingles, which sounds, whoa, what the heck? Yeah, shingles
1: what is the very. Heck is
2: shingles, that sounds bad. You
1: know, I'm telling you, some of these things that they come out with, Right, I'll tell you this, I am so scared of getting sick mm-hmm. in my older age, and talking about the lottery, I think I would set my house up, that's the one thing I would do, Yeah. you know, minus saving, I would set my house up for anything that could happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if I can't go up the stairs, I'd have one of those stair lifts -lifts and and I'd set the house up before any major disaster would happen. Cause I think that's one of the scariest things. That's why asking people Mm -hmm. like, you know, knowing that someone else won $2 billion and the one guy that won, he said, he's going to get a trailer and travel around the U S
2: yeah. Wow. Yeah. That'd be cool. But again, um, what $2 happens to how, how fast would that disappear, right?
1: Ex- with gas prices? I'm well, saying you're not just filling gas up. gas <laughs> prices,
2: but if you're traveling, oh, uh, wow. Like, sure, you have the travel trailer, but every place you go, there's going to be something you want to uh, take in that's going to be, you know, a few exactly. hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there. And, and
1: he won yeah. Canadian dollars transferred into <laughs> USD. Yeah. And I'm just like, we're a monopoly so money right now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Hmm. What a time. What yeah, a time. Sure. How exciting it would be. Are you enjoying this pollen that we're, we've we been getting? As you could tell, I, I suffer from allergies. I,
2: uh, a friend last night talked about uh, the allergy season, and and I, I actually haven't had any. I, usually in the spring, uh, I get some of that. But funny, I, I haven't really noticed it the last few years. And this year, it hasn't hit me either. So... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was the vaccine. I, I have no idea. <laughs>
1: maybe you're immune now. I have, Could be, yeah. I have terrible allergies. I've been hospitalized with hay fever before mm. and I didn't know what that was. And I'm telling you, my face swells up, my whole my throat starts to get itchy, and i I try everything, so I do a, a rotation and then I get medicated allergy prescriptions, and Prince George has really been rough to me, and I'm telling you the pollen this year mm-hmm. the pollen this year, I'm ready. I can't believe you're not ready. I'd like to get like you see when I grow up, I want to be just like you.
2: I'm, I'm maintaining <laughs> I'm maintaining that. Who said I've grown up? Well, maybe that's the key. You don't need to grow up. You just get older, that's all. Anyway, um, yeah, I I don't know why, but years ago, I I know the spring was usually pretty hard on me, and I would take uh, allergy, not medicines. I usually use the more natural stuff, garlic and and, uh, echinacea, things like that to combat it. But uh I've never had really bad reactions to it. It's usually just been a day here or there, day day there. So, yeah, nothing long-lasting or, or so really you're telling debilitating.
1: Me, so you're telling me now I need to change my diet?
2: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, garlic capsules, like the garlic oil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's uh, more along the lines of what I would consume for oh. for allergies and stuff. There's all sorts of different things available that are more natural than your pharmaceuticals than the pharmaceutical because that's it you become dependent oh exactly and that's the problem with the pharmaceuticals is a lot of times you do uh, then have you rely on it you can't function anymore because your body needs to it's sort of like me and my addiction to (laughs) (laughs) coca-cola i I can't get through the day without one right
1: oh my goodness You're a Coca-Cola guy? How long is that? I'm a Pepsi person yeah. and I'm telling you Coca-Cola
2: and I have
1: a very sorted
2: love affair. Oh. But well, not like you. Yeah, no. I I I'm trying to wean myself off that by going to tea. Oh, nice. And uh and there's actually a green tea out there called Yerba Mate that oh. I really enjoy. Unfortunately, uh a a can of yerba mate is like well, usually it's like three fifty.
1: Oh, it's expensive to pay. Yeah, yeah, okay, not, with a name like that, it's
2: not. It, it's not a, a cheap transition from a Coca Cola where I can get, you know, three bucks. I can uh, get a, a one liter bottle, right?
1: Exactly.
2: But, but I uh, yeah should be able to transition this summer to the. Yerba mate and try to cut back on that as well because too many of those also sends my blood sugar racing too. So
1: yeah, so I, I'll promise you this, and you hear it, and you have this to remember. Mm-hmm. If I win the lottery, I'll buy you a lifetime supply of yerba mate. Oh, I might go. not be able to pronounce it. That you, you might end up with ginseng. <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh, ginseng. Gin, do you remember when ginseng was the thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, but I, I do promise you that just to make sure
2: mm-hmm. that
1: your heart's not racing. Yeah, yeah. You know, just to, to do that.
2: I'll well, t- that's why I kind of want to winter in in Mexico is I found that the few trips I've had down to Mexico, in that heat, I, I, I found that I consumed less uh, pop, yes. less food, uh, was all more about the water it is drinking a lot of water so i think health wise it's it's a good way to spend the winters uh, in my um sunset years in your sunset years oh wow i never i never heard that i i've I've
1: always heard it as the golden hours
2: golden years Yeah,
1: yeah the golden hours they don't even say it like that like you don't measure it in that way Right, Mm because you take it as you as it comes,
2: yeah, for sure.
1: Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Anyhow, Yerba, but would there be a guest room for me once you transition to the Mexico lifestyle? You know,
2: I don't know because I'd have to haven't really looked into that aspect of it, but uh, we could talk about that a little bit more if I win after this break.
1: (laughs) All right.
3: In Prince George, DDR2 Computer Solutions is your first stop for sales, service, and repairs. Located just off Queensway at 857 2nd Avenue, next to MetaChair, DDR2 can keep your business or home system running at peak performance. Their in-shop and on-site rates are competitive, so you receive quality service at an affordable price, plus there's a special rate for seniors. They also carry top-of-the-line laptops, motherboards, and graphics cards for high-end gaming. When you think of computers, think of DDR2. Call 236-423-2216. That's
2: 236. Six four two three two two one six. Your Prince George Chamber of Commerce and LNG Canada are presenting this year's True North Business Development Forum Thursday, June 2nd. This one-day event will focus on building a more resilient and prosperous north, offering entrepreneurs and leaders better tools and strategies to lift up their communities and businesses. Experts on economic development, finance, and First Nations partnerships will present the most current data and provide strategies for growth. For more information on this year's True North Business Development Forum, contact your Prince George Chamber of Commerce iSpark is hiring a program manager for their food systems program. The manager will be primarily responsible for supporting the senior manager in the overall administration of the food systems program, working closely with the engagement manager to ensure program success for participating communities. More information and application details are available online through iSpark.ca. That's the Indigenous Sport, Physical Activity, and Recreation Council looking for a food systems program manager. Applications will be accepted until the position is filled. Your membership to the Prince George Chamber of Commerce has benefits. Save on products like insurance, hotels, corporate gym memberships, fuel, payroll, and online marketing. If you're interested in offering a member-to-member benefit or curious about how the Chamber can help you market your business, contact your Prince George Chamber of Commerce today. More details as well as links to local, BC, and Canadian Chamber deals are available through the Member Benefits link under members at Mm pgchamber.bc.ca.
0: Featuring the people who make things happen and Prince George, you're listening to After Nine on 93.1 CFIS All right, it's your girl, Kylie Lewis-Hold, and I am just bugging Reg
1: about his retirement.
2: Okay, we got we to correct that right now. Uh, it's Reg.
1: Reg. I keep calling As you Reg. In
2: Reginald.
1: Reginald. You know why I do hmm. that? Because I thought it was Reg, yeah, right? Yeah. But on the email... Yeah it always signs reg so i was like that's well, it, me
2: no that's how it's spelt.
1: oh really r e g really yeah
2: it it's it's a pet peeve of mine when younger people Out. can't spell reg because Out. and it comes from like reginald ah. is uh is a, a very old english it's name
1: it's old english but the french i'll tell you this in my living french, in new brunswick yeah. In New Brunswick, yeah. the reg has an I in it, right? So when I saw... An I. Yes. So a lot of the regs that I know... How is it spelled? R-E-G-I-S.
2: Well, that's Regis.
1: But they call it reg. Reg. Reg, reg, yeah, this is the pronunciation. So I had hmm. that learning curve. And now thank you for teaching me that. There you go. Now I know that because I was like, that's what I want to say. And I'm like, reg yeah. the whole time. But Reg, right. okay, so <laughs> I apologize.
2: I, I was, we were talking about Mexico. And here's one thing I didn't tell you about this, uh, this grand idea of mine of, of yes. entering in Mexico is uh, I'm not a big fan of flying. You know, I, I don't mind flying. Oh. So my thought on that was, instead of Cancun, I would do the Pacific side. Oh, nice. And I would drive down. Now, I have a fair bit of family in town, so I wouldn't drive down till after Christmas. Okay. Right? And uh, if you're driving down the West Coast uh, in uh, late December, early January, well, you might as well take in some hockey games, right? Yes. So... I thought, well, we, we could even loop into Alberta for a couple of games there, right? So Alberta, we go Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, now Seattle has a team, down to <laughs> San Francisco for San Jose. Then you got Los Angeles, Anaheim, over to Phoenix, and then, oh, actually, you Vegas. then Vegas, Phoenix, yes. And then down across the border to wherever you're going to winter. Then on the way back... Which I would wait till uh, May 6th because you might as well be in Mexico for Cinco de Mayo, right? Yes, you might as well. On the way back and can do baseball games. So again, you got Phoenix, you've got uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, the Angels in Los Angeles. Um, I. Am I missing any on the way Well, well no, no, then you got San Francisco and Oakland yes, and then, uh, then Seattle, then and and, Seattle. And, and, and the cool thing about, I have been mapping these out, uh, this, this, starting this year to see what I, what games I would actually take in. And I would have been there. I would have been in LA for the, uh, for game six in the LA Edmonton series.
1: Wow. Wow. So oh. that would have been cool. That would have been really, really awesome. Yeah. And so are are you a big, uh, so when it comes to this retirement, have mm-hmm. you been like putting it up? Are you like a big, uh, like not dream board, but what would you say, a manifester of the things you want to do that you lay them out? And I this never is have strategy? been, but
2: I've started doing that. Like this year, I thought, you know, I should map this out so that I have it in my mind what I would be doing. Yes. If I was at that point. And, and that sort of gives you more incentive to, to focus on that and to, to set things up so that you can make it a reality, right? Exactly. And that's, that's a fairly basic thing, I think, for, uh, any kind of course you take or any kind of, uh, workshop you have about, uh, any, any sort of successes. You gotta write things down. You gotta map it out and, 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 and visualize it and go for it, right? Exactly the the long term the short term long
1: term and future goal
2: yeah right like your uh, your work for comedy same kind of thing where you have to sort of visualize what it is you want out of that comedy career right
1: I just want to be better
2: <laughs> <laughs> well sure but I, yeah. imagine you've you've put goals on paper where you want to do. Uh, x number of shows say in a year yes. or that sort of thing right
1: and those stay yeah because comedy is my retirement gig mm-hmm. to be honest i uh i plan it that way that i do it now being in prince george like that and the goal in retirement is to just do the cruise ship scene right. and travel all over the world being a cruise ship performer as I'm in those golden hours. Ah, yeah. Right? So that's really, that's really something that I, I, have told my husband. He's like, well, I get seasick. I'm like, I guess I'm retiring alone. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's, that's something that I visualize. I think that would be really awesome. Cause the wealth of knowledge you get mm-hmm. over the years and just traveling through, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. But I, I wanted to, it, it's so crazy. I wanted to come back on that point that you were making about being down in mexico and how you find your intake of food and just the heat how well you feel right Mm -hmm. the water and that i i find that too i always found because having a a south american background Mm -hmm. i found that going when i'm in Guyana or something i find that i don't eat a lot yeah I find that I don't eat and consume, like, there's no McDonald's there, so you don't want that fast food consumption. Everything is super yeah. fresh. Yeah. I do drink a lot of coconut water from the coconut, you know right, what I right. mean? Yeah. Are you a fan of the coconut water when it's uh, fresh?
2: Uh, well, I, you know, I don't think I've ever had fresh coconut water. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not a huge fan of coconut water in general. Yeah. But I imagine fresh is out of this world yeah if i was in mexico for five months of the year i am sure i would uh, get to uh enjoy it quite a quite a bit
1: it will change your life reg Mm. it will change your life i'm telling you the those stuff they sell in the bottles are just like it's it's like warm pee
2: yeah you know what i mean Well, a lot of people say that about mangoes too that uh, my mom uh she has a cousin who lives in panama Oh. And they went and visited him uh, once, and she was blown away at how good the mangoes were right off the tree, right? Yeah, and I'm not a big mango fan, but you sort of think, hmm, well, maybe I should try one off the tree. Yes. It, it might just blow me away. It's delicious! Mm, there you go. The Prince George Potter's Guild is pleased to be adding a single evening class to its schedule, Try It Night's. Join the Guild for a two-hour session led by a skilled instructor who will help you explore the basics of throwing on a potter's wheel. The next try at night is June 1st from 7 to 9 with Karen Heathman. Cost is $50 and includes clay, glaze, and firing for one bowl. Visit the PG Potters Guild Classes link under programs at studio2880.com today so you don't miss out. Cognitive care kits
3: are available at the Prince George Public Library receive information and tips to help stimulate brain activity in people experiencing cognitive decline, such as memory loss and Alzheimer's disease. There are nine kits in total, each unique and tailored to help people with different levels of cognitive decline. Training videos on the use of the kits are available through your public library's YouTube channel. Cognitive care kits can be borrowed for up to three weeks
2: at a time through your Prince George Public Library. Experience a unique artisan shopping experience this summer with the Studio 2880 Night Markets. July 14th and August 18th, you'll be able to shop for high quality locally made products and foods on the spacious lawns in front of Studio 2880. It's a relaxed evening out with a host of incredible vendors. Interested vendors can book a space through Studio 2880. The Midsummer Eve Night Markets, July 14th and 18th from 6 to 9 at Studio 2880. Forecast from Environment Canada for today mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers, the risk of a thunderstorm this afternoon, a high of 15 tonight, partly cloudy, a 60% chance of showers this evening, a low of five on Thursday, mainly cloudy, wind from the Southeast to 20 K starting in the afternoon and a high of 16.
0: Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to after nine on 93.1 CFIS FM. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Reg, 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 Reg. (laughs) I just wanted to say this to you. Your lineup, today has just been incredible you're making me change my my retirement my my retirement knowing that you can hit all those hockey games hit all those baseball games
2: Mm -hmm. well actually when i mapped it out this uh this past hockey season i wasn't able to go to every every uh, city because of the way the the schedules were yeah Uh, so i think it was um think it was calgary vancouver seattle and then down the coast because uh, edmonton was out of town uh, okay for, for uh, like a week and then calgary was out of town for a week so i had to find a spot where i could jump in and then start it right but it's still, still it's amazing some cool games i would think
1: it's amazing. I yeah. feel like I feel like I should send my husband with you for that. That w- that would be his lifelong dream. There you go. To just travel around and watch teams. Doesn't matter which team, even though we're Maple Leafs fans, but hockey's over for me right now. Hockey usually ends in April for Leafs fans.
2: Yeah, well, that's the great thing about it, being a Leaf fan is it doesn't interfere with golf season.
1: No, <laughs> it does not. It does not. My swing is getting very progressively get better. It's in better. Plenty of time. In, and, you know, it's, it's so amazing to see. Like, I, I'm happy that, uh, the Flames and the Oilers are in. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to have two Canadian teams. It cost me a lot of money yes. that they're in because they won games that I bet against them because uh-huh. I'm a Leafs fan. And, you know, it's like, hmm. it's, you know, we don't know. I don't know if we're, we were all dropped on the head or what, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's been exciting watching some of that, especially now, you know, spring is here, Reg. What are your plans for spring?
2: Um, Work. Work, 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 work. work, work. work. Yeah, I'm coming out of the uh, worst year financially for me, uh, probably in the last 20 years. Wow. This last year was financially devastating for me because of some things that kind of went sideways as far as... uh, uh, different investments and whatnot, uh, and I'm ta- not talking about the market. The market's down, yada yada. Yeah. Who cares? But I have a, an investment property that I had some major problems with, and, and that kind of put me in a in a bad spot. But that's uh, started to turn around, and so now I got to chip my way back to. To climb head back towards up. that goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. Climb back up that mountain. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's yeah. only the strong survive.
2: Well, exactly, and and that's uh, I, I always I w- always look at the the potential and the positive of what could be. So, uh, always looking ahead. At okay, well, once I get this in place and that in place, then things will be back to where they should be. Right. Yeah. So that's that's where you you gotta be when you get into Bad financial situations or just bad situations in general, like we've been dealing with in the pandemic, oh right? my goodness, just always having in mind that it's not going to be that that this way. bad for too long right forever and yeah,
1: and I think the the roughest part for me is understanding I have friends that are that have investment properties, and I just couldn't believe they're in Ontario, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe the amount of people that were not paying rent but saved up to buy their own homes. Wow. Right? Yeah, like yeah. people were taking that, like, no kick out that, yeah, you yeah. know, taking and they, they were taking yeah. full advantage. They were working as hard as they possibly mm-hmm. could to buy their own homes. How could you, li- I-, I could not look myself in the mirror and be like, okay, well, I'm living here. I'm sleeping <laughs> here. I'm using I'm the water.
2: I'm off. I'm ripping so this guy off. That's yeah, it. Because yeah. this
1: is a person. At the yeah. end of the day, I, I feel like as a society, what COVID has taught me, if we're allowed to say that word, is that we are less empathetic than we think we are. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's like every man for himself with the toilet paper, every man yeah. for himself yeah. with certain groceries it showed me that wow i am not that bad of a person cuz anything i do i'm like how would i feel yeah yeah if i was in that situation it's just really really crazy and now everyone's left to recover and work harder and carry all this to get there but i feel like good always wins in the end
2: I mean, that's what i believe as well but yeah the the pandemic really pointed out how so many people have very little empathy. It's all about me, me, me.
1: Me, right? me, 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 me. Yeah. Exactly. And like it, I
2: it, yeah, it's it's a bit of a shocker when that happens and you go, Come on, seriously, all I need is, is one package. All you need is just one well, package of exactly. toilet. Exactly. Right?
1: And that's what I enjoyed. What I personally enjoyed. Can I just say this? Mm. I personally enjoy this because I love to see people get their comeuppance. Is when they were trying to return the toilet paper to Costco right. and Walmart, and then they were saying no.
2: Yeah. Or no. or the people that uh, bought up a lot of uh, canned goods and then yes. tried to sell them on online. Online. A, a huge markup, right?
1: Exactly. And the thing that was so the the thing that was so sad is we went to the dump a few times. Right. And there was so much food people were throwing out. I was like, we have so many homeless shelters. And
2: that's the funny thing is uh, I could I could kind of understand the canned goods. Yeah. But Why are you buying up all the produce?
1: Exactly. That's
2: where it's going to end up is in the dump in the dump. You don't
1: eat that much. There's no need. There is
2: no empathy. And realistically, if you buy up all the produce, then that just gives the guy that isn't that big of a fan of of vegetables, a reason not to have any vegetables. (laughs) Hey, sorry, honey, there was nothing in the store. There was nothing there. So we're having mac and cheese again.
1: Right? It's just so, I just just feel like we're so, if we had to survive, let's say, a zombie apocalypse or the aliens coming down, something crazy like that as a team, Mm -hmm. I already know we're not going to make it. I already know we're not going to make it because we're not going to share the tinfoil.
2: Yeah. No tinfoil for you.
1: No, it's, you know, it's right. It's like, I need to be super wrapped. We, We don't, we don't have that empathy. But the one great thing I will say about living in Prince George is that it didn't hinder our fundraising ability. Oh. And I feel like people just like to fundraise to Mm -hmm. say that they're doing, but I appreciate it in a way. It didn't hinder our fundraising ability, but we weren't sharing the toilet paper.
2: Well, well... What any specific fundraising you're talking about? Oh,
1: I was just talking about the kids' uh, children's charity because he was in. And that was, I I just, I was really excited to see how much money they raised. Oh, yeah. And I I love seeing that. That makes my heart when it comes to kids. No, for sure. But the kids need
3: it. Visions is an award-winning quarterly magazine that brings together many views on mental health and substance use. It's a place to explore different aspects of wellness, share your own experiences, learn from others, and discuss ideas. The journal is written by and for people who have experienced mental health or substance use problems or used mental health or addiction services, along with those providing support to these individuals. Access this magazine free online through the Visions link at heretohelp.bc.ca.
2: The Prince George Conservatory of Music presents at the seaside. Take a musical trip to the beach with the faculty of the Prince George Conservatory of Music and enjoy a concert of music inspired by the seaside. Admission is by donation for this Chamber Music Concert Series presentation with financial support from the Government of BC and the British Columbia Arts Council at the seaside from the Prince George Conservatory of Music, three o'clock Sunday, June 5th at Trinity Downtown.
0: May is Caregiver Awareness Month in BC and family caregivers of British Columbia remind everyone that their their free caregiver support line is available five days a week. If you're a family caregiver and find the task a bit overwhelming, the toll-free support line is there for you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 830 to 4, as well as Tuesday and Thursday from 830 to 7. Help is just a phone call away at 1-877-520-3267.
2: The Hickson Bluegrass and Country Jamboree is back Friday through Sunday at the Hickson Community Hall. Live bands,
3: band scramble, open mic, concession stand, and kids corner. Plenty of music based fun for the whole family. Adult weekend admission is just $40 with children 12 and under free. Rough camping is also available. For more information, visit Hickson Bluegrass Country Jamboree.weebly.com or email HicksPG14 at
2: gmail.com. The Hickson Bluegrass and Country Jamboree Friday through Sunday in Hickson.
0: This is after nine on Prince George's Community Station, ninety-three point one CFIS FM. Well, Reg, Reg,
1: Reg, 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 Reg. I don't know. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna keep saying it. So Reg, now the great weather's
2: here. Yeah. Well, what is going going on? Coming and going, but yeah, it's coming and going. But we have some indoor activities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's great outside too, right? Like it's. This is kind of the nice part of the year where it's not too hot for when you go hiking and yes. camping. And it's just that nice.
1: Um, yes. The mosquitoes aren't, aren't right? up yet like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I want to get back to the bananas you were talking about earlier. <laughs> because you boycott bananas this time of the year. And I thought maybe it was due to uh how they're shipped and, and maybe there's a better time of year for them and that reminded me of a uh, problem going on over at the exploration place cuz that's one of the things that's happened with the pandemic is uh the supply chain for a lot of things yes. has just dried up and oh, yeah. that's what they've run into they actually uh, well not just the supply chain but another issue with the with the pandemic is it's caused a lot of labor shortages and yeah. both of those uh aspects have actually delayed the grand reopening of the exploration place museum and science center
1: oh wow they were
2: i, I don't remember what the exact date was but i believe oh I, it was uh supposed to be june 18th was going to yes. be their grand reopening <laughs> yes the but kids were happy now they don't even know how soon they're gonna uh open but it, it's not likely going to be until fall
1: Oh my! Is and so this is just based on labor shortage, and or labor
2: and uh, and supplies. Supply. Like They were doing a whole renovation. And yes. So now they don't have the people to do the work, and they don't have the the materials to do the work with. Right. So. Oh, oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. So it kind of kind of rough, but. Uh,
1: this yeah. is so rough. This is yeah. this is. And, and now I'm gonna get selfish because the kids. We moved into that neighborhood. Oh, okay. Because we love the trains. We moved yeah. from out of town into town. The kids go to Sacred Heart, ah. and I just wanted everything to be nice for the summer. Go to Fort mm-hmm. George Park, have some ice cream. Well, <laughs> Well, they
2: made the the park will still be up and running, and the the train might even be up and running. But no ice cream. Well, I imagine they'll have the ice cream shop too, because that's that's separate from the museum. Oh, itself, that's separate,
1: right? but inside the museum, you can't go in and cool off. And
2: uh, no, I don't think so.
1: No. And I, I, you know what? When we first moved here, I love that. I love yeah. seeing the Prince George years getting mm-hmm. going into that room, really just to hide from the heat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there is the water park. That's a good way to beat the heat.
1: Oh, I I do not like to be in the sun. Oh, okay. i just don't want to age i have this thing about aging yeah. and staying away from the sun when you see me in the summertime it's straw hat it's long sleeve oh, okay. gone are the years of let me show skin i had kids so that i could cover up all the time
2: oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just uh, probably a week away from shorts and sandals
1: you're a week away from shorts and
0: sandals. I, I
2: think so. Probably next week I'll I'll dig out the sandals and it'll be uh barefoot shorts and sandals, short oh, and t-shirts. Wow. And that's right through till fall.
1: And that's perfect. It's just when I see the guys in shorts and sandals in January, I'm Oof. like, "Where are we going?"
2: Yeah. Well, see, that's another reason I want to do the Mexico thing so I can do shorts and sandals for just about <laughs> All year long, right? Without, yes, with with the exception of maybe three months or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, I think that you could do it Zoom way. Like you could Zoom have way. the ba- like you can have the equipment in Mexico, and you have this whole room oh, set yeah. up that you can just you know you can come and check in once uh, once every six months. On well, us, I,
2: I've uh, last time I went to Cancun, I did a lot of work for the station remotely.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was
2: only gone a few days, but it, I, I've done it a couple of times uh, in uh, during trips to Cancun. And uh, that's that's when I realized this was pre-pandemic, that, yeah, a lo- lot of what I do here at the station that nobody else really can do. Oh. Because yeah, I haven't trained them properly for it, mainly. <laughs> yeah, I can do remotely because I just dial into the computers here and set things up the way they need to be set up. Oh, I like
1: that. Yeah. So you're gonna to have to give a class to me personally. Yeah. this has been an amazing class for me. I would like to say, oh, well, I've really enjoyed the time and having you. And I just want to say that and express that to you.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Right, uh, we're not quite done yet. We still have four minutes. We which have means four we whole minutes. We can talk a little bit. Yes, about say the Battle of Alberta because we did touch on hockey oh, a little bit. One the thing that Battle I think a Al- lot of people. I look at this every year, people talk about, well, we want, we want a Canadian team in the final. Uh,
1: no, I want the Leaves to win. Right? I want the Leaves to win. I, so I always, you know. I
2: always explain, well, just because the team is based in Canada doesn't really make them a Canadian team. No. And, uh, many years it's a team south of the border that has more Canadians than any, any other team. Exactly. Except this season. This season. This season. We have Edmonton, our Ontario boy. The Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Seventy five percent of their active roster for the playoffs
1: are are, Canadian
2: born in Canada. Yes. They're the Canadian team.
1: And Ontario to boot. Ontario to boot. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, the that's the whole province. It makes me proud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can't you know, it's it's just this is why I did not get when they had the riot in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Right? Because most of the guys on that team were Canadian?
2: Yeah, the, the Boston Bruins that year. Yes, that were year predominantly Canadian. Yes,
1: they were like seventy-five percent or eighty percent Canadian. I was yeah, like, it was up there." Why are you doing this?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, most people don't look at it look at it that way. I look at it in the fact that if, say, Edmonton wins the Stanley Cup this year, that means a large number of communities across Canada One. are going to get to see the cup. Exactly. It's going to show up with the player that's from that town. Yes, it and, will. Yeah. And thats I think that is cooler than having a team full of Swedes winning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, three or four t- uh, cities in Canada get to see the Cup.
1: We barely. But, you know, like they always say, in Tampa Bay, they win. Prince George gets and, to
2: see the Cup. Well, that's right. We got John Cooper, and that's uh, that's kind of cool as well. So... Kind yeah. of torn on that one, but uh, yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay, they're looking pretty good.
1: They're looking pretty good, but yeah. we are still going to root for the, I, I'm going to root for the Maple Leafs and Connor McDavid because that's it for me.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you keep uh, ho- hoping for the Leafs. They, uh, uh, I'll keep I know, praying and wishing, I don't know man. if you saw this, but uh, Giordano signed uh, an extension of his contract with Toronto oh. specifically because he believes they could win the cup.
1: Yeah, I I have that belief. And this little girl.
2: Cuts.
1: He took a pay cut? Yeah, cause Are we talking about the same?
2: <laughs> that's that's how that's how convinced he is that the Leafs have what it takes to win the cup. So, it was a two-year extension, so the Leafs basically have 2 years to win that cup or Giordano's going elsewhere.
1: I don't think we'll do it with Austin Matthews though, cause he doesn't put his body on the line cause he's not a Toronto I, boy.
2: Well, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, he's an American, but I would, uh, I, I've seen him play pretty physical at times.
1: Well, Reg, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And again, thank you so much You're welcome. for having this maniac here. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really enjoyed this and I hope you did too, Reg. You bet. After Nine is a daily presentation of CFISFM. After Nine is produced by Alan Wishart, Echo Wiley, Trudy Claussen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca
3: owned and operated by the prince george community radio society you're listening to cfis fm prince george a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with 500 watts of power at 93.1 fm